Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. My Thanksgiving leftovers were supposed to last a week, and they lasted 2 days. And I don't want to talk about it. All right, we'll take it offline. I may live in Creepy Van County, but I'm not defined by my zip code, okay? Okay. I just bought a headlamp on Amazon in case you thought romance was dead. Speaking of sexy, I never thought I would say this, but my new favorite thing is a handsome turtleneck. Mm, have such a good day. Happy winter. Welcome to Have Such a Good Day, that show that wants you to do just that. I'm wearing my huge puffy jacket and I'm inside, Sarah. Yeah, it's cold where I am as well. I'm, uh, I've got a couple layers and I have a, a uh, jacket draped over my legs and that's <laughs> over a pair of sweatpants. Clearly, we lived in LA the last like five years. I know, seriously. <laughs> you know, people are like, what is it, snowing? No, no, it doesn't get that cold. No. You know, East Coast people probably think we're so ridiculous because we're like, oh my God, it's 39 degrees. I know. I think it's colder than that here right now. It's pretty cold. Yeah. It's winter, man. That's that's the deal. It's kind of nice. I like, I actually like, well, take the dog for a walk in the morning as you do with oat and it's just, it's crisp. It's fresh. It's It's a nice change, I feel like, from like desert heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. A, I, I have this conversation all the time with people who say like, what would you rather be too cold or too hot? And mm-hmm. for me, it's always too cold because not that I like being cold, but you can warm yourself up. Sure. You know, add a layer, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, sit by the fire. Or, you know, there's lots of things you could do when you're too hot. I mean, you can only get naked yeah. and then, and then what are you going to do? Like you can't take your skin yeah, off. If you're still hot, you're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. Uh, I just hate being too hot, but I know I I'm with you. Well, if you guys are just tuning in for the first time, yeah. this is the show where two little ladies talk about the humor and irony of everyday life for your entertainment. Correct. Whether we're cold or hot. AKA lively discussions about random life stuff. Random life stuff because boy, is it random. It's funny. Uh, I am part of a secret Santa that with a about ten people. We do it every year, uh-huh. and yeah. you know, over the last five years or so, and you never know who you're going to get. And and one of the participants, she kind of organizes everything, and so you get your assignments. And I don't really know how she does it. It's random, uh-huh. but she has like a form that you fill out, and I think that's just sort of for her amusement. I don't really think it factors into mm-hmm. who gets who. But one of the questions this year in her little Google form was, what was the most interesting thing you did in 2020? And it's like, I'm like, uh, I began my slow descent into hell. I mean, I could answer this so many different ways. I bet you get so many good answers from that. That's actually pretty funny. That might be something we should pose to our viewers. I would like to hear back from you guys. Email us at Hyatt. Have such a good day. Yeah. What, yeah. What, what was interesting this year? Anything? Anything stand out? Or <laughs> Anything is it just a year beer? like any other? Uh, there are no wrong answers. So I had an okay week this week. I, I told everybody last week, if you heard the show, I'd I hurt my shoulder pretty badly. And so when we when we recorded our episode last week, I was like, I mean, trying not to like be too dramatic, but I was like, pretty sure I messed myself up pretty badly. That was a week ago. I definitely feel better this week than I did last week. It's not getting worse or anything. It's it's a very slow healing process, but 
it's this weird thing where, um, and I, I've gotten to the point where my mobility is not like, I couldn't do jumping jacks or anything, you know, I still have to be really careful and, you mm -hmm. know, think about like, if I'm putting on a sweatshirt, like, ooh, which arm goes first, so it hurts the least kind of stuff. But I am, mm -hmm. I believe I'm on the mend. I don't think I, you know, I think it's just one of those injuries that you got to take it easy for a few weeks. Yeah. So have you been running or doing your Oculus or anything? Oh God, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. That's, we're not ready for that yet. The, <laughs> even running is too bouncy. Sure. It just, it would just hurt. I can and you walk have to fine. move your arms. Yeah. And, and yeah, Oculus is all arm stuff. It's just, yeah. we're not there yet. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to force anything because I don't want to re-injure myself, you know, mm -hmm. got to have the shoulder. But uh, it's this weird thing where, and I'm not much of a painkiller person. <laughs> I'm not like addicted to painkillers, but I mean, even just like aspirin or Advil or Tylenol or whatever, mm -hmm. I don't really take that ever. I don't really get a lot of headaches. I thankfully, under normal circumstances, don't really have any body pain. And so I don't really take that stuff. And I've had like hangovers, you know, where you take a couple Advil and you're like, I still feel crappy, mm -hmm. you know, it didn't work. And so I've always kind of thought like, eh, it doesn't really, you know, that stuff doesn't really work. But when you're really in pain, it does help. Oh yeah. Temporarily, sure, but it does. But I've, I've had the last two nights and I'm super caffeinated right now, so hopefully I don't <laughs> sound tired, but boy, am I tired because I, I kind of like, I think the shoulder sort of, it kind of, um, throughout the day, it starts to feel better and better, you know, mm -hmm. cause it's, it's, I don't know, airing itself out and you know, I'm, I'm out and about and doing stuff. And so when I go to bed, I think like, yeah, I don't really need to take the Advil cause I, I feel pretty good, mm -hmm. you know, and I fall asleep on my back because that's the most comfortable for my shoulder but I can't sleep on my back all night. I'm mm -hmm. going to roll over in my sleep and then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be in pain. And that's just the way it's been going. But I've, the last couple of nights I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm okay. Let's, let's just, let's just not take the Advil. And then in the middle of the night, it's like, it wakes up and <laughs> is like, and haunts it's, you. it's like, it's this pain that's hard to describe. It's almost like hot mm. like it's painful and i feel like heat mm -hmm. and i'm hoping that that's just my body like Healing. trying to yeah i hope but it's very uncomfortable mm -hmm. and so twice now in the middle of the night i had to get up and take advil and then it it does help and i can go back to sleep mm -hmm. but it takes like half an hour for it to stop hurting when you do that man i don't know it's just it's a constant life is pain life is truly. definitely pain um thank god for painkillers but at least you didn't break your hip sarah yeah no kidding i <laughs> honestly i mean i i really need two working arms that's for sure but a hip would be worse absolutely because you know i can't like i mean if you can't drive I mean, mm, i'd be no. i'd be pretty stuck here indeed uh but but one kind of unusual thing that happened this week unusual for me is that you know i i obviously manage an airbnb we've been very busy you know covid be damned people all um want to get away from cities and stuff and so we've actually had an extremely busy season and when the guests who had been here for about a week left over the weekend i you know kind of look at the calendar like what who, who we got next and it's 10 days before people are here i mean unless we get a last minute booking but you know first week of december who knows but i was like oh my gosh i have not lived here by myself for more than a day maybe two since march wow never i mean it's just it's just been you know one group after another and you get really used to being like well i don't know how this group is going to be like you don't know who your neighbors are going to be so it's like it's not just that it's been full it's been full of lots of different kinds of people some who i've liked more than others but you just get used to like oh i'm not alone you know there's other people out there they're coming and going kids are running around kind of thing and uh i feel like an empty nester i'm sort of like in the weirdest way i'm like oh wow gosh you know no one's around it's like the hustle bustles almost like keeps you company it, well, you just, yeah, I just, it started to become normal to, to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even if I complained about it here or there, it was sort of, that felt normal. And so now I'm like, this morning, it's really cold outside, but, you know, Odie had to do his business. And, you know, I'm just kind of like slowly walking around the property, kind of looking around and being like, huh, this is sort of weird. Like I could just do my laundry like at midnight if I wanted to. And like, that <laughs> wouldn't be weird to anybody because no, it's here. Uh, but, but yeah, so it's, uh, it'll be, It'll 
be an interesting week plus uh, before before the next round. Yeah, you know, um, speaking of Airbnbs, I I think I got like ten new requests within a half a day. It was either yesterday or the day before, and I was like, what is going on? And it was for like little slivers of time in the next month or two, like mostly December, like one night mm -hmm. here, one night there. And it was, I mean, I'm really amazed at where people are coming from. I mean, I've noticed, you know, Trinidad where I live has gotten more touristy people. Mm -hmm. It's more known now. It's very obvious. Um, and there's still a lot of tourists in town, which usually after Labor Day, they go away. But the license plates, I'm just like, oh my God. I mean, people are from everywhere. I mean, as far as Florida, New York, wow. and a lot of the people who are coming here, I mean, I would say most of them are driving very far. And it's pretty shocking. I'm like, how did you know about this? Like what? It's fascinating to me. But um, well, it's it's definitely the year for road trips, right? 100%. No one wants to get on a plane or <laughs> fewer people want to get yeah. on a plane than, than they did last year. And, you know, you can be in your little bubble in the car and you want to you want to go somewhere and probably where you are, even if there's tourists, it's not like packed right so you no. can feel secluded and like you're getting sure. away from you know all the problems but it is surprising i went for a hike yesterday and like this parking lot was completely full you know it's it's just it was a beautiful day i mean it was cold but it is i've never seen trinidad like this ever i mean it's like it's crazy and yeah it is the year of the road trip and um uh i'm really i'm actually it gives me a good feeling to be a service to these people like to get away and have a nice you know cozy vacation you know a lot of people mm -hmm. are writing us these wonderful reviews of how great their time was and how it was such a nice departure from this crazy year so i, I feel really good about that um but uh, i know how you feel about dreams sarah but i just have to share with you i went to bed late <laughs> last night how do i feel about <laughs> dreams that they're weird you, yeah you're not a you're not a huge <laughs> fan about like you know talking about dreams I mean oh I mean I would tell you my dreams all day I'm just like it's just completely irrelevant to anybody except exactly me. you're right that's true it's very personal but um this one is relevant to you so okay I went to bed rather late last night you know, I did too yeah it was weird I and then I think for me when I go to bed after 11 I tend to not sleep as well I just have this window of time it's usually between 10 30 and 11 where I get the best night's sleep if I can fall asleep in that window but last night I went to bed like probably closer to midnight and I just didn't sleep that great. And I had like the last hour or so this morning, I was having this really kind of anxious dream where <laughs> you and I were going to do the show. We were just about to do the show. Like we were, you know, shuffling papers and, you know, whatever, getting our p computers set up. But we were in the same room. We, were, we had like an office. It was like a legit office. And you were like, you know, okay, let's do this. And it's like, okay, I really have to run to the bathroom. And so I'll be right back. And I go out and out outside of our office was like almost like a mall. It was like this huge <laughs> bustling building. And I was like, I had to walk pretty far to go to the bathroom. And I was like, kind of trying to go fast. I was like dodging and weaving people. I was like, weird. Like I was almost like, what is this? And I, and you know, I go into the bathroom, but the bathroom was like a very busy, like salon. It was weird. It was like a combination bathroom slash salon. So people were getting their hair done or their nails done. There was a lot of people and there were men in there. I remember specifically because there were toilets out in the open, where, like where there's like a salon chair, there was a toilet and then da 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 da. And so I had to like go to the bathroom on the toilet in front of everybody. <laughs> I was like, this is weird, but it was like normal. And so I, I, I like remember putting like a toilet cover that on. Just a, that's like what everyone says about a dream. Like it was weird, but like it was normal in the dream. Yeah, like super but then weird. Then it's like clearly very weird. Yeah, like where did my brain go? Exactly. So this woman. So I, I put a toilet seat cover on, and I'm like kind of feeling nervous, you know. And I'm like, I really have to pee. This woman kept talking to me like just casually and I like had stage fright and I realized how long I was gone. I was gone like over an hour and I was like trying to find my phone to text you and I knew you'd be mad <laughs> and I was like, oh God, oh God, I got to get back. And I was like trying to get back to the office and I, I couldn't, it was like quicksand. I like could not get back. Oh, anyway. Such an anxiety dream. I have those all the time. Well, I mean, not the dream that you just described, but in fact, more lately than ever i i've always had anxiety dreams it's just like it just comes out mm -hmm. you know like overnight and you know just kind of an anxious person anyway mm -hmm. when i'm awake but my it's always like oh i had a live show mm -hmm. and i'm just like half an hour late totally. and like 
And now, like, should I just, like, not come at all? Mm -hmm. Because everyone's going to be like, where were you? Yeah. You know, like, you didn't text us. Like, you know, it's, it's like, totally unacceptable. You know, it's like, and the last time I had this dream, because I, I do do a live show, Monday through Friday, Daily Tech News Show, and it was sort of that, mm -hmm. but it was, like, more like I was part of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, totally. So it was, like, more of, like, this huge production. It was, like, the jokes you know, with on all these people, and there was a big, you know, studio, and I just, like, didn't go on set mm -hmm. and was, like, oh, I'm going to hear about this. <laughs> and, and it, you know, you wake up and you're, like, okay. I mean, that sucked. Like, that was, like, that was not a restful night of sleep. Yeah, maybe it's better than having, like, that teeth-crunching anxiety dream, because I don't have that. I occasionally will get that, but most of my anxiety is, like, what you're saying. I can't find my phone, and I have to, like, text someone, let them know I'm late or whatever, or I, I can't find my glasses or contacts. That's a big anxiety mm. dream for me, and I'm, like, I can't see. I'm rubbing my eyes in my dream, like, trying to, like, see more clearly. Oh, yeah. But I, I would love to hear from y'all out there uh what is like a kind of a typical anxiety dream that you get yeah email us at hi at have such a good day.com or or reoccurring at all you know yeah. one once or twice a year i get the one where i forgot to go to class and i probably mm -hmm. won't graduate <laughs> and it's just like i mean i don't know why at this point i don't just lucid dream myself out of that and go you have a college degree <laughs> sarah this is not real um but yeah it would be it'd be nice to know what what everyone's like the, the the weird dreams that you kind of find yeah, in, in a, a way it's comforting even though it's an anxiety dream you know especially in a year like this i'm grateful that i have vivid dreams because it takes me out of reality and reality is kind of um you know a little bit of a bummer right now but i i switching gears a little bit um i just wanted to talk uh, for a second about you know thanksgiving just passed um the wonderful holiday filled with turkey and mashed potatoes and whatnot um, you know, we had a traditional Thanksgiving. I did a lot of the cooking. It was really fun. You know, I, I've always liked to entertain and I always kind of had this fantasy about myself as an older, sophisticated lady that I would be like, oh, that girl that people liked to go over for dinner parties and she was a great host and, you know, uh, threw great parties. And, you know, back in the day I did throw parties and I, I had people over a lot and I enjoyed it. And it was something that was very fulfilling. Um, loved having my friends over and treating them, dancing, whatnot. And I really do notice though, the older I get, it's the, the social energy can be so tapping. And, you know, I, I, as I really, really enjoyed the Thanksgiving festivities, you know, it gets hard when you have to kind of host and entertain people for multiple days. You know, one, a couple days is cool, but then after a while, you're just like, it's like you're mentally tapped. I mean, every night this week, I was so exhausted by like 10 o'clock, you know, it was just, it was, it was a kind of social exhaustion that I, um, I'm not mm -hmm. used to, you know, and I think part of it is age, but yeah, I mean, I guess that, that fantasy that I, that I sort of fabricate of being this wonderful perfect host you know i've never had that fantasy i'm like a pretty bad host guys <laughs> find, yeah. find, grab a chair and find one get yourself a glass of water make yourself at home <laughs> yeah you're thirsty you have legs yeah <laughs> go, get, go get some water stop being such a baby so there's the good there's the good the bad and the ugly of holiday mm -hmm. hosting yeah i uh i did not host uh my mom and i had a nice quiet thanksgiving just the two of us i brought otis over and just the two of us. Just the two of us humans. She's got two cats. I brought Odie. I didn't bring Lucy the cat because Lucy and her cats don't get along too well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and unless we're fire evacuated, I, I, I leave Lucy behind. But I fed her, er, you know, she had got her dinner before I left around noon that mm -hmm. day. And it's funny. I think I stayed at my mom's house last year. I don't really remember. And I planned to this year because, you know, it's like, we're going to eat, you know, kind of overeat and drink wine. And it's uh -huh. like, you know, you just, you just stay over. And that's just the better way to do it. But we ate early. We ate around four. Mm -hmm. And, you know, by about nine, I was tired. And, you know, my mom's like, you staying? And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go home. Because I don't live that far away. It's like 20-minute drive. And I was like, Lucy the cat is like sitting in the dark by herself. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go home. You know, I'll sleep in my own bed. So I did, and and you know she didn't care. I had obviously been there pretty much all night, and it was it was nice. It was a really nice day. I I uh, good food, good company. We uh -huh. watched the National Dog Show. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, 
I was hoping I had some favorites that I was hoping would win and they did not, but, uh, you know, enjoyable all around. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of glad it's over, but, <laughs> but then another one's coming up. It's like, there's a right. little bit of that kind of, I love the excitement. It's like, I partially just get so excited for it, the festivities, but then I get, you know, when the time comes, there's just like a lot of prep. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I think it obviously depends on we were with my friends um, on Christmas Eve. They've been doing this for years. Um, he's Italian, and it's the Feast of the Seven Fishes, and which is like I don't know. Look it up. It's I I don't <laughs> totally know kind of you know where it originated, but it's this kind of big. I don't know if it always happens on Christmas Eve or if that's just when they do it. Mm-hmm. But they've done it for a really long time, and it's you know always a pretty big group and lots of food, lots of fish. Mm-hmm. And it's super fun. We did it last Christmas Eve because uh, they live up my way now. And you know, I don't know if we're going to do that this year. Or if, yeah. or if it is, it's going to be a much smaller group. And, you know, maybe we'll all sit at opposite ends of the room kind of thing. Or maybe not at all. I, I don't know. But I, uh, I usually go into the holidays with zero plans and figure I'll either, I'll either do nothing or I'll mm-hmm. do something super mellow. And, I mean, I've spent Christmas alone before yeah it's not my favorite thing Mm -hmm. but you can also like hype yourself up for like the ultimate self-care day you know (laughs) where you eat what you want you watch something on tv you're comfy sure and you don't have to talk and like Mm -hmm. that's like i don't know i've I've been okay with that before yeah and having low expectations is key because it's like i tend to be like oh it's gonna be this grand old time and it's gonna be so fun and and then i'm like i'll get slightly disappointed if it doesn't like reach my expectations which is so (laughs) stupid so keep your your lofty dreams at a low roar i say indeed (laughs) well speaking of watching things on tv or you know, being now comfy. the national dog show is over. Yeah, <laughs> being comfy and, and all that stuff. I There's holidays. I, I know that people celebrate holidays all sorts of different ways. And, you know, Christmas, you know, I'm, I'm doing air quotes when I say that is like only for certain people. But I think we can all agree it's a holiday season of sorts. You know, even if you don't care about it, you know, you look around and and uh, and it's all over the place. I guess there's certain parts of the world where it would not feel very Christmassy at all. Mm-hmm. But um, where I am, it, there's definitely that. So there are these movies that people, you know, love for the holidays. Die Hard is one of them, just because like, yeah. the movie takes place during Christmas. It's a great Never one. quite got that. But some people are like, oh, yeah, you watch that every year. That's, you know, Christmas movie. I'm into that, yeah. And then there's Love Actually, which I don't like that movie, mm-hmm. but people love that movie. Oh, it's very like their favorite scene. movie. Yeah. It's the favorite movie. That movie is effed up, man. Like, if you really <laughs> watch it, you're like, you're like, there's like crappy people cheating on each other. Yeah, like, I don't like her at all. Yeah. You know, like, why am I rooting for these people? Um, and then there's, I don't know, you know, the songs, like, the, of course, traditional stuff, but then there's, you know, All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey, that has sort of exploded into like the ultimate Christmas song that everyone claims they've always loved more than life itself. And I'm like, when did you, like, have you really always liked this song so much? You know, it's, it's a fine song, whatever. And just these funny things that people cling on to because it's like you say, like it makes them feel like it's going to be so great. Mm -hmm. You know, we get to celebrate and do these fun traditions, whatever they may be. I don't really have any of that. And in fact, I was sort of scrolling through, I watch a lot of TV, mm-hmm. but I don't watch a lot of movies. And I love movies, but I find that, like, it's the, oh, do you have two plus hours right yeah. now to, like, really pay attention? And I often am like, nah, I, I want to do something for, like, 25 minutes. Sure. You know? And I might be kind of in and out of the kitchen or on my computer kind of thing. And so I end up watching just more TV. And a lot of it is stuff that's, like, kind of on in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, you know... I want to watch some movies, you know, Mm -hmm. like just why not? There's all these movies that people are talking about that I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I'll Mm -hmm. watch it one day. So I watched Tenet the other night. Oh, how was that? I didn't like it. I mean, I didn't hate the movie. I hear the plot is very complicated. It's very complicated in a Inception sort of way. But and Inception, I thought was a really good movie. Mm -hmm. I had to see it twice before I like even really understood what was going on. Took me two viewings, but I was like, that was very clever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somewhat hard for me to follow, but like really clever and cool. This movie was, I felt, um, 
attempting to do something similar where there's yeah, time travel kind of stuff. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but you know, there's the slippage of like what's real right now. Yeah. You know, where are we, you know, in, in time. And I was like, uh, I just, it's just kind of one of those movies that was ambitious, but yet I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And it's not a feel good movie. I would guess. It's, it's an action movie. That's what it is. I mean, I wish somebody would have said, I thought it was more, I don't know what I was expecting, but so a, I know a few folks who like braved the movie theater because they were so excited about seeing Tenet and were like, oh my God, it's such a like mind warp and you know, it's like amazing and wow, crazy. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm looking forward to this when, you know, when I'm able to watch it at home, I'm not going to a theater. And I was just like, Oh, it's an action movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those movies where it's like there's like way too much explaining up front mm-hmm. because you have to like understand what's going on. You know, so the characters do these like long explainers where you're like, OK, I get it. We're like going to explain things for 10 minutes. And then it's like lots of car chases and explosions and mm-hmm. where people kind of the dialogue sort of dies out. And, and, and then there's like, you know, the bad guy and the good guy had this like dual fight off you know for a while Mm -hmm. (laughs) where I'm like oh I can like go to the bathroom like come back and they'll still be fighting and (laughs) no one will have said anything yet yeah you know it's just action movies are not usually my jam Mm -hmm. there are some exceptions but I just wish someone would have said oh yeah it's it's sort of like a superhero movie Sarah you probably won't like it and I would have just skipped it because when it was over because it was a long movie it's like two and a half hours I was like that was a shit show (laughs) um but I don't know. You might like it. It's it's maybe a, maybe you know the 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 grand clever time thing was somewhat lost on me. But I did watch a movie, not Christmassy in the least, called Charm City Kings hmm. last night. It's about uh, kids in Baltimore who are like really into like motorcycle gangs. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even know if you call them a motorcycle gang, but like people who do like tricks you know Mm -hmm. on motorbikes like through the streets and uh there's you know there's there's a whole plot line that doesn't have to do with that but and it's not like I wouldn't call it like a ooh warm fuzzy feel-good movie Mm -hmm. but there's some of that in there but the uh the kids because the main actors are are kids and they're really cute and they are really good Mm -hmm. and I loved it I thought it was a great movie that's cool. Yeah. And Meek Mill is in it too. Mm. Who, you know, I was like, is that Meek Mill? <laughs> I looked up IMDb. I'm like, yeah, it is him. Cool. All right. I guess he's a pretty good actor. So, yeah. So I will continue down my movie path and I'll keep you all updated. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, I actually, I ended up watching, I wanted something easy, like after my guests left. I just needed to like zone out. <laughs> um, and I stumbled upon the new Sofia Coppola movie um, with Bill Murray and Rashida Jones. Uh, uh, on the rocks, I believe it's called. Um, yeah, I heard he's great. He's I, adorable. I haven't seen the movie. I mean, if you're a Bill Murray fan, he's just adorable. He's always adorable. And I, I mean, I like Rashida Jones. I would say she's just she's yeah, cute. Um, very, very nothing likeable. like uh, yeah, just likable. I wouldn't say she's just like the most amazing actress ever, but she's likable. It yeah. was a pretty weak Sofia Coppola movie, though. You know, I feel like her world, her bubble is just it's so specific. And, you know, it's it's cute, but it's very thin in terms of plot. I mean, a lot of her movies are. Um, it was okay. But, you know, just, again, kind of something to zone out to. But, you know, it's funny, the, the whole feel-good, you know, feel-good movies are totally personal, like subjective, and everybody's got their favorites. Yeah, and then, like, you look up the list, and I feel like always on those lists is, like, that 13 turned 30 or something with Jennifer Garner. I'm like, I've never seen it. It's, like, one of those romantic... 13 going on 30, I think. Going on 30, yeah. And it's, like, I've never seen it. I've never wanted to see it, but I'm now kind of curious because, like, it's on everybody's list. I'm like, eh. Really? That's, that's like, the kind of lowest hanging fruit, I feel like. And then you've got, like, I don't know, just a lot of those romantic comedies that are, like, big blockbuster comedies. Mm -hmm. For me, I would say like the lowest hanging fruit is like a good conversational comedy. Like I tend to go to like Woody Allen, uh, like a husbands and wives kind of thing. Um, uh, You know, uh, Annie Hall, that soothes me in a way that a lot of things don't, you know, even like a Jim Jarmusch, which is a little more um, unconventional. I love like a mystery train. 
um, down by law kind of thing. Amelie is definitely one of my top, and I know that's on a lot of people's lists. I mean, I've seen that movie oh, like yeah. 20 times. Like I could, oh, totally. I could recite the whole script like in French. I just love that movie. It's one of my, I got rid of almost all of my, not that I had a huge DVD collection, mm-hmm. but you know, the last couple times I moved, like my DVD collection just keeps getting smaller. Cause I'm sure. like, why am I, I don't even have a DVD player yeah, anymore. Totally. You know? like, but Amelie is one of my DVDs plus my Twin Peaks box set that I'm like, I'm just not never going to get rid of this because yeah. I just like it too much. Yeah, no, that's how I you am. I, I have a very small DVD collection and I got rid of a lot of them. And then I kind of now feel differently because I'm like, oh, man, a lot of the movies I want to see are not even available anywhere. You have to have them on DVD. A lot of good movies are not streaming. Um, but mm, yeah. uh, But Princess Bride, I would say, is also one of those. But you know, I'm not going to talk about the low hanging fruit. I want to talk about, you know, <laughs> I live with a dude and, um, uh, my dude is a filmmaker. He's very, he's like the biggest film buff I know, as I've said, he, but he has range, you know, like we, we'll go in these phases and we'll watch a lot of those Italian horrors and then we'll watch, um, seventies thrillers and blah, blah, blah. And we kind of go in these phases. Um, well, lately we've been watching a lot of action thrillers, which Sarah, I'm with you. I, I would say that action movies aren't like my favorite, favorite. I feel like some of them are very like dude movies. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I trust me, there are some action movies I do love. Um, like I love speed with Keanu Reeves. It's actually like a really fun movie. Um, I do like die hard, you know, I, I have some favorites, but I don't pick them. It's not something where I'm like, I really feel like watching an action, but my guy has been wanting to watch things like Charles Bronson movies and Chuck Norris movies, which, you know, I don't, Uh I mean, I am not that seasoned in those movies. I mean, sure. I've watched a lot of Tom Cruise movies. I've watched a lot of Schwarzenegger movies. It's not like I haven't seen a lot of like the the basics, but this is, I really think that an action movie can be a feel good movie in kind of a different way than like a romantic comedy. It's like, I would say, uh, yes. yes, two very very different genres. Very different, but still feel good in a way. So it's like there's this thing with my family, with mostly my sister and my boyfriend, where it's like you kind of have a bad day and you just want to feel kind of, you want to be cheered up. She's always like, watch a Charles Bronson movie. And I'm like, now I'm kind of getting it because we've been watching Charles Bronson um, and, uh, the Dirty Harry series, which, you know, I had never seen all of those movies. There's like six of them. This is the Clint yeah, Eastwood. I haven't. Oh, they're great. And some are better than others. The original Dirty Harry is, I think, one of the best. And there's a few others that are very good, but takes place in San Francisco, which is cool. You know, a lot of streets of San Francisco. I mean, Clint Eastwood, I don't know. I, I, there's a lot of that corny kind of comedy dialogue, you know, but it's like s- sort of like soothing in a way and it's like the one-liner where you're like oh yeah you're like oh god you know eye rolly but like you know still fun and so we we finished all those that was really fun and they're kind of this like you know not very committing entertaining action movie and they're not like they're not hard to understand there's not like a crazy intricate plot line like in a christopher nolan movie you know that the good guy isn't gonna lose yes exactly you know like it's it (laughs) with some exceptions of course it's like those movies they always there's gonna be some trouble but Mm -hmm. you're gonna get there in the end exactly and and there's something about a manly hero that is comforting. You know, you're like, this guy is like saving the world. And they're all, I find it fascinating because people have their favorites. You know, people are Jackie Chan fans or, you know, James Bond. I mean, we've been watching a lot of James Bond too, which is kind of similar um, in in that sort mm-hmm. of feel good thing. And um, I'm not that familiar with Chuck Norris. I never was really, I don't even know if I've ever, I had ever seen a Chuck Norris movie until last night. I was kind of... You know, my dude wanted to watch one, and I was like, all right, uh, you know. After finishing the undoing uh, season finale, which was like, it was kind of a weird, like, uh, transition. But we ended up watching a, a uh, Chuck Norris movie, and I just, I, I was, I've always been curious. I'm like, what is it about Chuck Norris? Because all of these action stars are different. They all bring something different to the table. And, you know, Chuck Norris is like the Texas Ranger and he drives a big truck and he's super manly, but he's not emotional. Like he's just like, he's just like a martial art artist guy and he kicks ass. And I would say that it wasn't my favorite vibe, but I do see the allure. You know, some people, he's one of the biggest action stars ever. 
And so I'm sort of fascinated going down these roads of like these things that, you know, the movie thing is endless. I mean, you think you can see all the movies before you die and you can't. There's just, it, there's <laughs> so many little avenues to go down. But I find that I love, I love me some Clint Eastwood. Um, I mean, I just think he's a good director and he's, I just, I kind of like to see him on screen. I don't think he's that great of a person in real life, but um, I do enjoy me some Clint Eastwood. I like Charles Bronson. He's, he's a man of few words. He makes me kind of chuckle. Um, and you know, again, I have to watch some more Chuck Norris movies to, to really uh, form an opinion, but, um, uh, well, you do you that it. and you, you, you <laughs> let me know how it all went. Uh, that sounds, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's fun, especially when you've got someone with you who's like, come on, this, let's watch this. It'll be fun. And you can sort of chuckle about it together. And, yeah, you totally. Know, you know, point out things that you like and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, you know, I'm watching the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. which is not a movie, obviously it's a series, um, but it comes out on Fridays. And so I'm like, yes, like I usually don't watch things at night because, um, well I do, but not, not when it gets too late. Cause I start to nod off. Yeah. But you know, it's like my weekend thing, you know, so yeah. save it like my present to myself. Um, and that's very action heavy. Mm-hmm. So there's certain action, st- you know, things that really appeal to me. Sure. And have you seen the undoing yet? Uh, I started it and I haven't finished it. Yeah. My timeline during the finale on Twitter was all about like either people were like, that was so stupid or like, oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> so I don't, I, I have no opinion at all. Yeah. It was one of those shows that I started to watch late and, and it's, you know, the sort of, these sort of like close ups on the characters. They and, stopped you know, doing sort that. Sort of hushed whispers. And I was like, I could feel my eyes getting heavy. And I'm yeah. like, eh, I'll come back to this maybe or sure. maybe not. Yeah, no, I hear so. you. At first, I was like, not sure. Cause I mean, I liked Big, Big Little Lies as the same creator. Um, but I felt like there were some elements of that show that were kind of weird and could have been on left on the cutting room floor. But, um, mm. And there's a couple things about this series that I feel the same, but the, I, what I love is the mystery and the cliffhanger kind of stuff. I love, you know, the thriller element. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, Nikki Kidman, I mean. She's a good one. Yeah. She's, you know, I, I, She's uh, the best. I have, I have, yeah. I mean, one of, one of our best actresses, actors, whatever, whatever. I definitely felt starstruck. I saw her once in one of my spinning classes in LA and she just, she had like her, yeah, she had two beefy guys on either side of her walking into the spinning class and went into the back. And I was kind of like, I couldn't concentrate. I was just like, Oh my God, Nicole Kidman's in my class. class. She's sweating near me. (laughs) Isn't that funny that, that being starstruck because I've had a couple of those experiences myself Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I know who that is, you know? And, and like, they don't know who I am, Mm -hmm. but like, they know that I know who they are. Oh yeah, of course. Because you just get used to it. And the way you look at them. And you go to a spinning class. That's like a public class. Mm -hmm. You know that everyone's going to be like, Whoa, why are you here? Yeah. You know, like, wouldn't you just like have a spinning instructor at your well, like mansion you, you or something. You probably have your own spinning studio. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your but, home But at studio. the same time, it's like, you know, a person sometimes wants the like vibe of sure. being around other people and like the community aspect. It's, it's very strange. I, uh, I don't know how the other half lives in that regard. No. But, but speaking but, of uh, community. Speaking of community, yes. Uh, in fact, our community, Have Such a Good Day, is a community because of all y'all. Uh, we want to especially thank our patrons. Patreon.com slash Have Such a Good Day is where you go to find out a little bit more about how to become a patron. We have, uh, for our patrons, a variety of kind of goodies that we like to give you. We've got a Discord. We're all chatting in there. We provide an ad-free feed. So if you listen for free, which you can do uh, with any podcast app of your choice, however you subscribed, um, and you're not a patron, you might hear an ad here and there, and that's totally fine. We understand that not everybody can 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 monetarily donate mm-hmm. to keep our lights on, but if you can, we really appreciate it. Um, we're almost at 100 patrons. We are. We in we're fact have a big party when we get there. Oh, so we will. I get actually, in on it, people. I have a bottle of aged. Of Clicquot that I could share with y'all. <laughs> yeah, just we're just gonna pour it through your headphones. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a Zoom party. Um, we'll we have, have a couple party. new uh, patrons: Nate, Bob, Benton. Which hey, Nate. you know, I wonder if Nate he's Bob. a re- returning uh, patron because that name sounds really familiar. Um, Ian Winkler, welcome. Hi, Ian. 
Yay. Yeah, that's super awesome. Um, thanks to everybody who's a patron. Thanks to our new patrons. And thanks to people who write in. Like uh, Brett S. wrote us a great little email with a picture of his adorable little pooch. He wanted he, he said this, I wanted to write in to share that my dog, too, loves her pajamas. Ray, our 11-year-old rescue chihuahua, loves clothes so much that she'll actually go over to her clothing bin each morning and drag out an outfit. I mean, how cute is that? Um, thought I'd share a photo. This one is particularly great. I found a Snuggie for dogs one day. Love the show. Hope you both had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And he did post a photograph. It's so cute. Oh, it's thanks, like Brett. Ray's That's eyes so cute. are all big. And he's, she's very eager and very happy in her little sweater. That's so cute. That is, if you missed our last episode, I was um, very excited that Otis had gotten his jammies. Um, And on our Instagram account, which is hsgdshow, follow us if you haven't already, I posted a couple pictures uh, because a couple people wrote in were like, they're like, you got to show us a picture of Otis in his pajamas. It's funny, he, um, he's actually wearing them inside out right now, but they're so like comfy. It's like when I noticed it last night, I'm like, why is there a tag? Oh, they're inside <laughs> out. Eh, he, he don't care. <laughs> when they're on, they're not like super tight, but they're snug because they go through his front legs. And so it is a little bit of like, it's, you got to put them on a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luckily he doesn't, you know, squirm or anything. He knows what's <laughs> up. We also got an email from Allison. Hey, Allison. And she was before I had posted the picture on, on Instagram, she said, you cannot talk about a dog happily wearing pajamas that make him look like a nurse and not post a pic. So thank you for nudging me, Allie. Um, she says, I love hearing my name on the <laughs> podcast because we talked uh, about her last week. I don't care if that's sort of sad. You guys got to do flannel sheets. Uh, first of all, not <laughs> sad. If I was listening to a podcast that I enjoyed and I got shouted out, I'd be like, yay, cool. And uh, yeah, flannel sheets. I don't yeah. know, man. I'm still loving the linen for now. And I mean, I don't think it's going to get much colder than it, yeah, than it is these days. But, um, you know, I'll put I'll put it on the list. I'm really, I'd like to get some linen sheets. But um, I think in the meantime, I'm going to continue to wear my long pajamas, which I only have one pair. And I had to wash them and I hang dry them and I didn't have long pajamas for a couple uh, days. Yeah, I, I was pretty bummed. My long pajamas so are, pair. they're you know, you can machine wash and dry, I mean, according to the tag, but they're also, mm-hmm. there's some stretch, you know, they're really thin and yeah. like very soft and there's a little, you know, there's, there's elastic going on and I'm worried because I've thrown them in the dryer a couple of times and I can already tell the waist is fine. Um, so that's really the only thing that matters, but I can already tell that the pants have given out a little bit. And again, it's like they're pajamas, so who cares? But I'm like, mm, maybe I should be hang drying these. Yeah, I think you should because dryers are just brutal on clothes. And unfortunately, you know, and it's, God, it's such a dilemma because, you know, in LA, I would hang dry a bunch of stuff and it would dry within hours because it was yeah. hot and mm-hmm. dry, you know, climate. But up here, we have to put a fan on our, um, you know, I'm not going to hang them out on a clo- clothing line because it's cold yeah. out and often wet. So I just sort of, I just sort of drape them over things. Yeah, that's what I've I do got too. a fireplace that I never use. And that's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, over the brick. It's like, you know, because there's certain like I wouldn't throw like wet things over like my bathroom door because I'm like, it's going to stain the wood, you know, like yeah. you have to be you have to be careful about it. But the brick doesn't really matter. But I also yeah. honestly, especially just because I work from home. And so it's like I'm not wearing office attire or things that need to be dry cleaned. I mean, really oh. ever. Uh, I mean, maybe it's happened a couple times in the last year. So I'm starting to just throw everything in the dryer and I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm kind of like that too. I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. Like I can't, uh, but you know, actually that really uh, brings up this thought. How are dry cleaners doing with COVID? Because I would think that they are not getting a lot of business right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not only just people not wanting to go into, to, uh, to, to a store, but yeah, people being like, I'm not wearing any of that stuff. Like (laughs) I don't need my blazer pressed. Although, Mm -mm. you know, you know with the zoom meetings you know above the waist stuff that's true there's probably there's probably something to it you know when I the last time I went to a dry cleaner it was a long time ago and it was actually it was at the point of COVID so let's say early March where you were starting to see masks but they weren't required yet and 
you know, I was kind of getting to the point where I'm like, I was in the grocery store and I'm looking around and I'm like, I should probably start wearing a mask. You know, I'm seeing more and more of them, mm-hmm. you know, let, let's, you know, yeah. get with the program here. But I had had this, when I moved here from LA, I had this like massive bag of dry cleaning that I just like didn't get to before I moved. And it, then it just didn't really make sense to do it before I moved. I'm like, I'll just do it on the other side. And so yeah. it was a big bag in the back of my car and I was feeling really productive one day. And so I took it all into the dry cleaner and I remember walking in and the, the person behind the counter wasn't wearing a mask and neither was I. And it was the first time where I was like, cause it's kind of tight space where, you know, you yeah. kind of just like give them your clothes and there's not much room to move around. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to start having to wear a mask. This just doesn't feel right. And mm-hmm. you know, that's just the way it went. But that was a long time ago and I got a lot of dry cleaning done. I haven't worn any of that stuff. No, that's the thing is like, I have a huge wad of stuff I need to dry clean. That's just at the bottom of my, you know, laundry hamper. I don't know if I'll ever clean it, but you know, it's interesting (laughs) how, uh, it's so confusing because, you know, we were urged to not meet with family for Thanksgiving. We were urged not to have group, um, dinners Mm -hmm. yet a lot of restaurants were still open and, you know, people were dining in well, I Man. think in uh, in a lot of places that's all coming to a halt again. It sounds yeah. it sounds like at least in the Bay Area, um, certain counties are you know they're back in purple. Meaning, you oh, know, uh, we are too. Yeah. We, we had uh, our main restaurants, the ones that are like the good kind of more upscale restaurants. They each had like at least one person who came down with COVID, so they're closed again. And they were like open. I even dined in their dining room, and it's. Man, I, just, I guess I didn't expect there, there to be another lockdown like that, but... Yeah, well, cold weather, you know, people inside, and, and, you know, as much as we hear, hey, everybody, we know it's the holidays and you want to hang out with your family and friends, but just don't do it this year, yeah. or, or be, like, very creative about how you're not going to be, like, in an enclosed room with a bunch of people, but people have a hard time letting go of things that make them happy, and, you know, I'm not going to get preachy because... I know everyone's tired of people preaching about all this stuff, but uh, but I think it was inevitable that you know you're yeah. gonna see another spike, and we gotta we think that. take this stuff seriously. Yeah, and the and you know the, when the seasons change and the weather changes, usually that happens. People get sick, and sure. When yeah. I was um, on my road trip recently, I stayed at my uncle's in the Bay Area for one night, and we did like a social distancing dinner outside. He had like a kind of he got some new furniture out there and like a heat lamp and that kind of thing and and then we did a yoga class via zoom the next morning and you know it was funny we had to wear masks like we were in the house and we were six feet apart on our mats but we wore masks like the whole class Hmm. which felt like a little overkill to me but um but you know I get it I, I respect what people feel comfortable with and I'll just go with it you know I'll run with that yeah it's fine yeah me too I I know that there are certain steps that some of my friends have taken where I'm like, oh, wow, really? Huh. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're, you've gone one step farther than I am. But I'm also, you know, I, again, knock on all the wood. You know, I've been mm-hmm. very lucky um, and, you know, have my health besides a bum shoulder. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm also so distanced just from life yeah. <laughs> because I live in the woods. There are no more Airbnb guests. It's like, woo, party. Yeah, no, you're probably the healthiest uh, of all of us. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, got to go to the market every now and then. But but yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it is what it is. So here's yeah. to our health, everybody. Stay exactly. safe. And before we wrap up, I just want to reiterate, um, there's a lot of things that we'd like to hear from you about. One of those is, Who's your favorite action star and why? Um, and we want to know if you have anxiety dreams. And if you do, what are they? Do you have a regular reoccurring anxiety dream? And yeah, what are you watching <laughs> yes. that soothes you? We must right now? know more about your anxiety dreams. I need to know. <laughs> It'll help Email us feel us. less alone. <laughs> you know, it, I meant to say this earlier, and this is like not supposed to sound morbid at all, but... Uh-huh. In my anxiety dreams, which is, I believe it's, you know, that's kind of the REM stuff. That's the stuff that you remember where your brain starts going kind of crazy. So you're kind of Mm -hmm. in that, you know, flitty sort of sleep, but it's like Mm -hmm. restorative for your brain, blah, blah, blah. My dad is in my dreams a lot. My dad passed away in 2004. And Mm -hmm. for years, he was never in any of my dreams. And it used to make me mad because I'd be like, I mean, isn't this the, it's the perfect time for him to show up and I can feel like he's still around even mm-hmm. if it's a weird dream, like I wanted him to be in my dreams and he just never was. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, as time has gone on and, you know, my the, the what, what was not normal is definitely normal now. He shows up in my dreams and it is very rare that I'm like, oh, yeah, you died. He's just mm-hmm. kind of there. You know, my parents were married, you know, the mm-hmm. whole time. So it's like they're always kind of they're married still. And, you know, there was a dream I had where he was just kind of like he was reading in bed and we were in the next room doing something. And it's like I wake up and I go, I mean, it was so there was nothing remarkable about his presence. But I also in the dream don't say, why are you here? You know? But that's kind of sweet. It's almost like he's still with you yeah. like, in this way, right. and this I'm alternate not, reality. Yeah, and I'm not younger cool. in the dream. It's not like it's hmm. in the past. I'm me now. He's just there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, thank you, brain. I, I actually, yeah. <laughs> I actually, those dreams, as strange as they can be, Mm-hmm. They, they like provide like a strange source source of comfort. Oh yeah, also. I love it. I feel like I have like a, a you know two little lives going, like a little alternate universe that I look forward to. I get kind of excited. I'm like, what am I going to dream tonight? <laughs> yeah. Makes life more interesting, I think. Yeah, and then you wake up and you're like, oh, my teeth all fell out. Cool, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> well, I'll, on that fun fuzzy note, um, I think we should we should uh, put a fork in this one. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I think we need to move on. Yeah, let's move on with our day. I hope everybody uh, stays safe out there. Stay warm or stay cool. I don't know. Maybe you live in Australia and it's summer right now. <laughs> and uh, we love y'all. And we're going to do this again next week. So until then, I will remain Sarah. I will remain Heather. And we're unstoppable. So we are not going to stop. Next week, we're doing another show. Yeah, that's our action movie. That's the name of it. <laughs> yeah. Unstoppable. Have such a good day. Colon unstoppable. <laughs> going rogue. All right. <laughs> Peace out. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.